This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the build up show. Liverpool are back in action. No more international breaks between here and glory. Um, I'm jo- Speaking of glory, um, I've got the glorious Steve Hoare alongside me. Oh, nice day. I've actually got more than glory, even though it's five in the afternoon. Wow, that's impressive. You had this all that time. <laughs> I need to go to the doctors, don't I? <laughs> 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 there's, a, there's an issue here. Yeah. You have some blue chewing gum, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, and the, the equally glorious Bailey Shaw. Thank you. Well. I, was, I was expecting that to be the glorious Steve. The living chessboard himself. <laughs> um, welcome, gents, to this one. Um, yeah, Liverpool Tottenham Hotspur. Steve. When I wrote this, so we, we, Chris and I just recorded the podcast, and I really, I really pumped myself up talking about the, the, the remaining of the season. So when I wrote this, it was a bit cold. And it, was, it was like last night on the, on the train home, so I, I wasn't really in the mindset for it. So I had it as would be lovely to come back to an easy game. But what do you think? Would you this situation coming back off the international break? I think we, we we cast a jealous glance a little bit at Man City because on paper they've got Fulham, we've got Spurs. We know, we know. It, 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 ultimately, it's a harder game for us, and we could do with them dropping points. Yeah. What would you rather? Uh, I'd rather have Fulham home than Tottenham home, yeah. But it, it is what it is. I mean, it, it, it's it's largely irrelevant at this point who we play now. It's just can we win that game? Because yeah. we're probably going to need to win. I mean, six, maybe seven. It's going to be hard. So yeah, I, I get your point, but. I suppose last time coming off an international break, we beat them. We've won every game after an international break this year, albeit they've all been three aways. Mm-hmm. We haven't had to play at home yet. But to be honest, I, I fancy us against anyone at home. Yeah. You know, whether it's Tottenham, Fulham, whoever, I, I would fancy us to get a result. Even Man City had, had backers to do it. So I think that's the most important thing. I don't like going away games after after international breaks. I, I mean, having said that, we don't well, like I just said, yeah. we've done well in those. But yeah. It's a tough game, but I think you're getting you're getting a Tottenham team who are desperate, and I think that's where it's a, it's it's slightly different. It's that they've been so poor recently that they've dragged themselves into a battle they never thought they were going to be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to be in the battle looking up, and not that they're now in a battle looking down. So that's what's changed. The thing where I I, I hope springs eternal with me, Bailey. You know this. The um, it's one of those games where, as much as Steve's right, again, on, on paper, a, like a full of a home, you'd mm. be like, great, because there's a nice, easy game. Well, for a start, we just saw that it, it's not quite no as easy as that, albeit playing, playing, playing Fulham away. I think there's that there's such a, a potential bonus here from having it be a big game, mm. which means that there's two things. 
A, there's no excuses for us yeah. for getting up, getting pumped up, making a nice big atmosphere, good kickoff time, and all that kind of stuff. But also a team that's going to come and have a game of have a game of football because as much as it can be seen as a negative, especially not on the beach, they've got stuff to play for. You know, they mm. they Steve's right. They're not in the title race anymore. They're very much being dragged into the mire of that. They could end up in in, in the Europa League. Yeah. So they've gonna. I could look at that as a fearful thing. That makes it a hard game. But it also means that they, look, I wouldn't like to come off an international break with no without rhythm and come up against a team that's going to park the bus at Anfield mm. and not offer anything and look to just stifle us against a team that we should be beating when we've got no atmosphere, etc., etc. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it's what it's what I've wanted. Like I, I like international football, but only when it really matters. So like I watch watch the Euros, watch the World Cup and stuff. But when it's friendlies and shit like that, I'm like, I can't be asked. And then yeah. when there's so much of it on, I'm just like. Twiddling my thumbs, obviously me, me and Sara in the office the other day, just the two of us, like, yeah, a bit boring when there's not when Liverpool out playing football, and it's, I think it's it's exactly what we need is sort of like we can't afford to sort of have an easy sort of get the ball rolling start again. So obviously with all, with the seven games left, they're all so important, and in a way, if you had a Fulham and then maybe a Burnley or something like that, and you were ramping yourself up, start high, come in, sort of baptism of fire, set the tone, yeah. and then carry that level on across the next seven games. Absolutely. Because we're so interesting, in, in, obviously Liverpool, look at where we are, we look at it from our point of view, if I'm Tottenham, the last thing I want <laughs> after a run of games where we haven't won for ages, off the back of an international break where you're probably going to get, what, two days with your squad prep time, is to go to Anfield. Mm. You know, that, Best home record yeah. in the league. We've lost one game all season. We haven't lost a home game in, in the league, you know, all season. That, that that must be tough for them. That that's the fixture they don't want. You know, they've got City down the line. I know that, and, and that's, again, that's going to be a big game for them, a tough game away. But I think if you ask Tottenham fans, the last thing they would want after the international break is us away. I don't. I think any team. I think that I say us and City away are the two least desirable games. Yeah. So from from their point of view, they're probably breaking it more than we are. I mm. I look. Let's be honest. You what you want the team you want is Bournemouth again. You know what I mean? Oh, you, yeah. want, you want a you want a team that's going to come try and play a bit of football and ultimately get rolled over and have the belly to hold all that. For me, you, you know, you if we were to play a team that's going to come and make it dead life dead hard for us in the defensive thing and go, you've got to break it down. And if you don't do it, it drags out and then the nerves creep into the fans. We don't get to think about being nervous in this one. We might mm. do build into the game because it's a big game and you get you, you get your pre match nerves or whatever. But there's so much because there's look there's not the, there is no real rivalry between us and Spurs not like there is with Chelsea or Arsenal or United mm. or City these days. But they're they're another big team. It is still regarded as a, a big game. It's a top mm. six. It's a top six game. Our focus is on it being that you know what I mean, roaring that and out singing them and out fighting them and all this kind of stuff that you we won't have time to 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 worry about the the, the negative side of things. Which I think is a big a big yeah. Bonus and one. Like I said, the the thing with Tottenham is the they're like I said, they're a good team. The third in the league and you know they have been in poor form in the league. There's no you know there's no getting well away on, from on that. that as you say the in the recent form they've lost three and drawn one Burnley. Chelsea, Southampton, the defeat and the draw. draw and even the draw, Arsenal, the four, and even the, the draw against Arsenal, they should have lost. Aubameyang misses a, a late pen, doesn't he? Mm. Spurs get a pen that's offside. So it, it was a. It was one, they haven't played well in the league. Obviously, they've had the European results, which have been which have been good. But yeah, but I, the European stuff. Because it's easy for us to look at the form and look at the top line. You can't unpick the fact that they're two great results against. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, in the middle of that. And I was about to say. Would Pochettino do what he did in Dortmund, albeit he had a three 0 lead? 
but he very much went and parked the bus there. You know, mm. he and got the away goal. They were four four two for a while. They were getting a bit, they were under the cost. They went four five one, and they just kind of saw the game very professionally, which you know was a bit unspares like. If I'm honest, you know, mm. You, you, mm. they got knocked out of last year's Champions League by being too open against Juventus and getting mm. getting done on the break. So will he do that? I don't know because a point. What we have to remember is a point's a good result for Tottenham in this game. Yeah. I think if you ask most Tottenham fans now, and again, I don't know any personally off the top of my head, but I think most would say, you know what, I, I would take a point here and, and move on. Mm. And a point's not, it isn't the end of the world for Liverpool, don't get me wrong, it's not, it doesn't kill us, but it's a, it's a, it's a game that it's a you... Point. It's two points dropped. Yeah, yeah we, it's a home game, so we should be expecting maximum points from every I home think, game. I think psychologically from them, I agree, I think a point, a, a point to come away with. I wonder whether they... They definitely need something from this game, though, baby. Yeah. You know, they yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. need to not get beat in that. Yeah. And whether that influences how they do approach the game, I'm not I'm not so sure. But I I I choose to choose to hope that it means that they'll, they'll they will have a go at something because mm. look, it is in the DNA that that side certainly yeah. mm. because psychologically losing to Liverpool on the run of that to come back after the international break and. It's one thing for us to drop points against Spurs, and we can mm. go. We can we can rationalise it as a t- it's a tough game, etc. All of a sudden, that gets tagged onto their thing, and the, the, again, they've got Arsenal breathing down the, down yeah. the next. They've got United breathing down the next. They've got potentially Chelsea. You know, if, if Chelsea Chelsea could pick if Chelsea pick three points up on them, then mm. that the, it isn't that beyond the realms so of possibility compact. if they lose, and that they could be sixth in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, yeah so, from, from, from so, a team so, that were battling for the title, you know, they're only four points ahead of Chelsea. Yeah, but, a, a loss here and a. Mm. A draw somewhere else, and before you know it, they're, they're out there at the sixth. So it is yeah. a big game for them, and I think that's what worries me slightly. You mentioned about them being open and going for it, and I think they're gonna, I don't think he will be that that way inclined. I think they'll come here knowing that a point's decent, and I think they'll be more defensively solid than we've seen them. I think you'll get more Dortmund away than Dortmund at home, where they were were pretty open. Yeah, it's fair, but then you, I think you referenced it in the podcast, is that when you have bad result after bad result after bad result, it's either you look at that as, you know, we, this is a good thing to look at because they're going to carry this form on or it's got to stop somewhere. And for me, it's a case of if we can take it to them, really sort of kick them up the arse and say, this is Anfield, this is what we do, push that on because it will eventually happen. It happens to all teams. They, they stop this rot, but they've got City in the space of two weeks, three times. And it's like, if, you, if, we, if we can punish them and punish them and it goes, the further that goes on and the more frustrated they get as a team, the more angry that they are and desperate they are for a win, the more it benefits us. So I, Yeah, you want yeah. them going into those City games. I mean, they'll yeah. go into Champions League one giving it their absolute yeah. all, but you want them, I don't want them giving up the ghost on top four and, have, and yeah. throwing their eggs into the Champions League basket yeah. as yeah. such. Yeah. You know, you want you want it to be as close as, as, close as possible or mm. whatever, or you know, you don't want them comfortable so they, don't have, so they, so they can yeah. afford to take their eyes off the Premier League. Yeah. You want them hungry for that. Um, just on the Liverpool stuff, obviously we've seen Naby Keita back in training. I think good thing. We know Joe Gomez is back in training. Oxley Chamberlain was talked that he would be available from from this kind of period. I don't think we've had anything on Trent. Yeah, it was pictures of him in, no, in training, but not. I didn't see any pictures of him out. No, he's same as on got, the pitch. He's got a bad back, hasn't he? He's had, he had this back thing, and yeah, Klopp said he won't know until Thursday, Friday, whether he's available, um, mm. whether he's just playing the game because yeah. he, he he did miss England so you know he's got the Ryan Giggs yeah. bad back or he actually has got a bad back mm. we we probably we don't know that um, I think that's, that's a good thing obviously if they don't know that either yeah absolutely. listen to keep it by, by all means don't tell anyone don't tell mm. Tottenham anything um, that would be a huge blow if he was missing like I, I don't think other than the front three and obviously Van Dijk and stuff Trent's one of our most important players now isn't yeah. he and that yeah. we have struggled when he's not been there and because basically we just don't have anything else and 
I don't know whether Gomez would be ready to go and play straight away 90 minutes against Tottenham at right mm. back. So Blimey, yeah. you, you would be looking at, at Milner or Henderson again, and that obviously isn't ideal. It's not what you want. So I think, I think if Trent's missing, that's a bit, that's a big blow. Is there maybe a better? You're not. Spurs don't quite have the pace out in the, in the way they don't use wingers in the same way that other you know that other mm. other big teams would hurt us. So it's, is it maybe slight? I mean, this just sounds like I'm setting us up for something here. Like, but maybe slightly less of an issue if you've got a Milner in right back for this game. Uh, I think it depends. I, I think you can tell it's in a sex. Obviously, you've just looked at the, the sort of formations they play. But if it's if it's like you're saying, with it's going to be Dortmund away, and they're just going to sit back. I mean, that's. Exactly where Trent was it would be so ideal for us because he's so good at pinning these pinning their defence back and letting us use this left and the right wing and he's so important to have making sure Salah has a good game with the service yeah. that he gives him. But with Milner, it's I feel like it's safe. Like you're not you don't I think you lose any you don't, you don't lose much defensively, but you lose so much going forward and it's sort of that right channel becomes sort of non-existent. You have to sort of go left, go left. I suppose you're right, but what it, I mean. <laughs> It's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you, you, we don't have anyone as good as Trent Alexander. No, so it's more that thing of, is it Milner? Is it, is it Milner? Is it Henderson? It's got yeah, to be. You'd think Milner. Um, Spurs, <coughs> yeah, they don't really use wingers, but they have got pace. Yeah. So if, 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 listen, the second they see James Milner right back on the team sheet, they just tell Son or yeah. they tell if Moore is playing, he's quick as well, just a little bit wider, you know. Yeah. And we've seen Milner struggle against good wingers and they're both good players, mm. you know. So when Milner played right back, I think Zaha gave him a bit of a, a, a time, didn't he? And we're getting sent off in that game. So that's the thing is that if again Milner's a he's a fine, capable right back, but it, you would be a little bit concerned that. But then you know what? I haven't said that they're both good players and they can get the better of Trent. So it's one of them. Is that I would be basically so I'd actually be more worried about it from an attacking point of view. Defensively, I think they've both got their slight limitations, Milner and, and Trent, but. Going forward, I agree. A lot of our game is we kind of leave Trent on an island. We, yeah. we, when we attack down the left, like there's, there's lots of interplay between Mane, Robertson, uh, um, Wijnaldum sometimes shifts over. When it's Trent on the right, because Salah goes wherever he wants, which is fine, that's, yeah. that's his game. Trent's kind of on his own, mm. and I think he's all right to do with that. We I'm, trust Trent as well. But that's, yeah, that's I, the good but, thing about Milner. We did that with Milner at left back. We did, yeah. To be mm. fair, yeah, you know, as, a, as, a, as a, a, a full back playmaker kind of thing, and Trent is that in, yeah. in, in this team now, mm. which is why the Milner thing doesn't bother me so much. I 100% agree that Trent's streaked ahead of everything yeah. else we've got in, in that position. <laughs> he's 20 years old. You know, what's he going to be in four years now? Very Obviously, rich if like, you look well, at this under yeah, deal. Let's come out of the panel. Definitely. Well, I don't know if he keeps spending it on community projects. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop paying school. Rich in soul, but probably not in bank account. Honestly, fair play. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, <laughs> makes me feel bad about myself. Honestly, it makes me feel like a terrible There's a 20 year old building a school. No, 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 because we have got a charity box upstairs that we are giving graciously to. The sweet that, box. I was going to say, there is a pack of... I've, that's what we more me. Well, I was say, because I'm trying to diet, obviously you can't tell yet. I haven't contributed to the sweet box more, so I feel even worse now. Yeah. <laughs> Trent's making me just feel less of a person. Less of a man. That's a human being. That's fine. This is a great thing. Our good friend Adam, Adam Rowe, uh, the stand-up comedian, did that great video about the heckler, the, the vegan heckler, mm. and he's like, it's not... Just the problem is that these people have got no problem with people doing brilliant things. It's just it, all, all you're really doing is making me feel worse about myself yeah. and making me realise what a horrible human being I am. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Trent. <laughs> you beautiful, wonderfully talented, big, charity man. Um, yeah, um, no, but yeah, we don't. And I'll, yeah, we we want him in the team. I think. And I, but I, actually, I'm, I'm encouraged by it. I, it was mentioned to us, Chris and I had a conversation with someone the other day, and he, he brought up the client stuff. And I, 
I, I was half in the conversation. I, I was playing my switch, uh, and I heard Chris go, "Oh God, I've not heard anyone mention Klein in, in weeks now." And it's funny. I remember yeah. saying I did something for the Echo at the time, saying no one will talk about Klein in a month's time when they're yeah. the games. Yeah. But that's the thing for me is that I still come back to it. Milner's not Brit. Milner's not a world class right back. He could go Gomez. I wouldn't be if could Gomez go is Gomez. fit. You, you, could, you could throw him in. Would you, do you think? A, f- a very, very, very fresh guy who's after three and a half months would do a better job than a Milner who's played there a lot. It's a good question, though. But Milner's, Milner's had the international break off, hasn't he? You know, yeah. he's been running around Dubai. Well, exactly, but he's he's the one. He always plays after international breaks because he's there. Yeah. He gets the longest tactical instruction. Yeah. Yeah. It's just whether we want to put it where we need, whether that tactical instruction has been. You're getting trained and right. You know, this is what you're going to be doing for right back, and you've had an extra spell of mm. that, or you know, as normal, you go back to a midfield of a either Fabinho or Henderson with with Genie and and mm. Milner in the midfield yeah, because yeah. that. But equally, like Lallana's not Lallana's been at home as well, hasn't yeah. he? Like so, yeah. Interesting, interesting decision on that because we I, we've not pre prepared prepared elevens in any way, shape, or form for this. And uh, and Steve's got to go and pick his kids up, so we haven't got time to do it. So let's just talk through, you know. Um, Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The, mid, the, the midfield, midfield is I think that's the big question, decision, decision point. Yeah, it's the only one, isn't it? Really? Adam Lallana? That's why I put down. I did one just in case, Good and on. Lallana is my, my chosen midfielder. I think that, so he's had, what, start against Fulham, uh, who was the game afterwards? No, but it was Burnley, yeah, Fulham, that he's now played in, hasn't he? And I think, I, I said when I did the start in 11 that I don't think he was ready for, for a European game. People were putting in the chat, oh, what about Lallana? Has he earned a game, in, a game against Bayern Munich? I was like, I think he's had... A very good game against Burnley. I wouldn't put him against Bayern, but we'll see how he performs at the weekend. Had a really good game then. I think now, I think he staked his claim to have a go there. And I think that you look at the other options, you've got Henderson, and I think he's a bit a bit too defensive for, for my liking because I've got Fabinho and Genie in there as well. So, sod it. I think Lallana could have a... This is his time, I think, to, to show us how he can do I it. Think, I think that. I think we're being... This is how we're going to play. There was a lot of conversation of would we do horses for courses? Would we see four two three one? Do we uncertainty four three? I think not. I think we we know what our best formation. We know what our approach is. We've got the time to train it for a bit now. Yeah. 
wouldn't shock me to see Lallana in. The question is, is I guess the, the the minute in the legs is for being your better option than Henderson. And inevitably, there'll be some people rolling their eyes at that even the suggestion, yeah. but it is it, it, it's 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 a it's a consideration. Fabinho, Genie, Lalanas, I'm absolutely, absolutely fine with that as a, as a midfield piece. Yeah, I would play Henderson and Fabinho with Wijnaldum, if I'm honest, and go just a little bit tighter. But again, that's just maybe I'm being a bit. The Fabinho thing for me, I have for, for too many years in recent years, I've watched Dembele for them. Mm. Obviously, he's gone now. God, yeah. But he'd be such a physical presence in that midfield. I've watched him bully our midfield mm. when he just gets up, you know, we haven't been able to get near him. I want to. That's why. That's why I love Fabinho. It's the first time in so long we've got a proper powerhouse in midfield, yeah. and not just a grok one, not just a stupid one who, who just kicks people and whatever. Mm. As we know, he's such a complete package. I'm excited to see. It. I just want to see Fabinho tested in every possible form. Mm. It makes sense. I, I mean, I, I think he's. I think he should be nailed on. Mm. He, he should be doing. He's the one of. The, if you said just yeah. one, he, I'd guarantee him playing. Yeah. I think Wijnaldum was pretty much earned himself a place, and then it is the other one. It's. It's Henderson, Keita, Lalana. You'd suspect Keita's. I wouldn't think wouldn't he'd be, be putting yeah. Keita straight in. But then again, you think back to it. There well could have been if Keita sticks that chance away that Mane gives him, which he shouldn't give to him. He should just give to Salah. Mm-hmm. Hindsight at Wembley, that could have been the thing that really kickstarted Keita because we saw the value. That was the first time we really saw what he was good Keita was meant to be transformative to our team because he'd been fine to that point. Him being that extra attacker, mm. supporting on the on, on the counter attack. So you know, maybe it could be that Spurs is just a good team for them to yeah. play what about, against. What about so obviously we? What if we played Fabinho, Henderson, and Genie up top? Because obviously he's just done that. Just We've just had an international break where he's been class again for yeah. that Holland, and yeah. everyone goes, "Why doesn't he do that yeah. for us?" No, it's it's a valid you question. What, what makes it difficult is, and Bailey touched on it before, is that top, we don't know what Tottenham are going to do yeah. because their last four games they played like four different formations. So mm. like I mentioned, they were three at the back at one stage against uh, Dortmund. They played wing backs. Jan Vertonghen was like the best left back in the world in that game. Uh, they've had, they, went to, they went to Southampton the last game and played like a bit of a diamond where mm. it was Kane and Mora were up front and he left Son on the bench. They played three at the back again against Arsenal, I think. Like, yeah, three, four, but three with the wing backs. And then like, they played 4 2 3 1 against Chelsea. So Bad. It, it, it's hard to know what type of midfield to pick because you don't know what you're going to come up against. Mm. I've gone for Fabino and Henderson in my preferred or what I would do is because. I think Tottenham, if they, whatever they play in midfield, whether it's a three or a four, they'll be they, two of those will be a bit more offensive. So it'll be someone sitting, whether it's Dyer or, or Winks, probably want you to match yeah. one of those two. And then Eriksson's definitely going to play. There's a good chance Tissoko might be in there. There's Ali as well. Can you fit? I don't think so. I think it, it's mainly he likes he likes playing Tissoko. He likes yeah. he likes having on the pitch, and he runs about. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's the worst thing for us to have two guys who can match them in terms of physicality. Someone to because Ericsson's the key, so who can someone get on him? Yeah. And I, st- I would still back us to create chances with what we've got against their defence. Yeah, they've got very good defenders, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't think, to be honest, I'd back half on three against anyone, so it's, it's one of those. It's, yeah, the formation thing's interesting because I think our 4 3 3 was crafted to to beat the 4 3 1. That's why we, that, and that was the, always the difference. We, mm. Everyone plays 4 3 1, but the truly, truly elite teams play more of a 4 3 3 and variations on how attacking you want to, you want to go with that, with City being their absolute top end, but it's basically, what, 4 1 5. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, 
no, obviously, for players. obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but but it feels match. like, I mean, honestly, given the way they bend the rules, you never know. <laughs> they probably fucking try it and then fucking hide it in fucking emails after the fact. Like, um, <laughs> the, uh, never, from, never mind. The whispers have got that league team. <laughs> never, never mind that we cheated. The real issue was that you hacked our email. You, yeah. you, you took a picture of our formation on the pitch. It's yeah, your yeah. fault. <laughs> like, never mind. It's not important that you caught me banging someone else. You took photos of me banging someone else. I didn't ask, I didn't give permission. You used to take photos of me having intercourse with someone else. Honestly, where's Ben when you need him? Um, yeah, yeah, so all that. Um, ultimately, tough to you. The good thing is, what it comes down to again is options, is something me and Chris talked about on the podcast. Dave. Yep. We're getting to that stage of the season now where, yes, we're not 100% all there ready to go, but instead of it, for, and, and Spurs are kind of going, I feel like Spurs are getting to that point there. I think they're going to go all in on the the, the Champions League. They're going to, you know, they've got some. They'll have some winnable games to come. Hopefully, secure top four in, for, for them because I'm not asked. Um, it's obviously not United. Yeah, exactly. You know, but the that's where that that's where their, their energy will fall. I, I I predicted from the start of the season they would struggle toward the back end because of just how the World Cup exertions. They just had too many people playing too deep in the World Cup. Mm. Yeah. We, on the other hand, and fingers crossed and touch wood, and I'm literally going to fucking get touch up to the chair. Touch wood. Uh, it's a chair. Ah. The because I need because it's too important. Um, nice video. We've got. We've got. <laughs> I, meant me, I meant me. Oh, for you. Yeah, it was right in my face. It's fine. I don't mind. I'm not, I'm not complaining. That morning glory. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about Naby Keita's back in training. Adam Lallana's finally finding form. We've got uh, Oxley Chamberlain back in training. Joe Gomez back in training. This is not perfect, but this is this is so unusual a situation that this is this is what you're looking for. Yeah, in previous seasons our legs have fell off. Um, we come back from this international break and well, we recognise this. I, I can see bones. it in space because I recognise it in us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, the, yeah, absolutely. We've come back off this exact. I remember going that run when we had to secure top four the well, last two seasons. Um, like Emery Chan's won the goal at Watford and stuff, where you, we were literally picking 11 lads because there was no, and it was go again. We, we, we grinded West Ham away, but we did that with like Origi and Sturridge up, up front mm. and Lalana playing. And then it was triple two, weren't it? We, yeah. we, we've struggled at Watford, we've gone to West Brom and had to dog it. We've had nil nils against Stoke and stuff where we've just looked tired. Yeah, like worldy yeah, we've, 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 like we've looked really tired, and that, that's how Tottenham have seemed to me in the last few weeks. Mm. Um, again, they've had, they've had a lot of players on in international duty. Similar to ourselves, um, they, they don't know how, how fit they all are. It, it's, a, it's a strange one, but I, I'm kind of I'm in a point where if you'd have offered me what we've got now in terms of fitness, you'd have probably taken it, wouldn't you? There's again, mm. touch wood, there's not a massive, there's not, there's you can cope, there's no big ones, there's no someone's done their cruciate like has happened at, around this time in, mm. in previous years. So, yeah, I think we're, we're as good as we could probably wish for in terms of squad health. Yeah, the interesting things, obviously, you're saying, um. Got all these guys back, and they're back in training. A guy I think is going to be huge coming back is Salah. Yeah. I mean, he's got. This is exactly what fans have been crying out for for since the start of the season. Is give him a break. Yeah. Going from Champions League to getting injured to playing for Egypt, it's coming straight back into pre-season again, and he just hasn't had a rest. And, and I think, he had a proper rest anyone, Oli. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's, he's had. He's, it, hopefully, this is what he needs. He just needs to recharge, cut his mind away from football and politics and everything. Like I say, being plunged into the media. And just go back to being human, and yeah. just 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 sort of take take yourself off out the limelight, and then come back and finish these seven games the way you started it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, brilliant. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Salah's the interesting one. This feels like this could be the this could be it. You know, he's, he's got a good record against Spurs in particular. 
I don't care how he does it. He needs psychologically, he needs that goal. Yeah. Gets that fifty goals, and I, I, I keep I just contend. My my deep gut feeling on this is that the second he gets that, you know, I, I don't think he'll do it. I think he, it, it's kind of like the Ian Wright thing, or the sort of thing. He'll yeah. he'll he'll score two. You know, in the game that he does it, he'll score two, he'll score a hat-trick or something mad. Mm. Like, it'll just be like, you know, Andy Dufresne and the Shawshank Redemption. You know, like, big one of those one of those <laughs> watershed moments in his life. Um, he'll be fine. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, right, we're going to do a little bit, looking at just briefly looking at Man City and some score predictions in a sec. But Steve and I did a fantastic show on the RedmanTV.com, the running special, where all of this stuff that we've kind of been hinting at and alluding at, looking at what is happening with Liverpool and with Manchester City between now and the end of the season, domestically, Champions League, what it means, the fixture congestion, the fixture pile of when the big things are going to be happening and ultimately how Liverpool are going to touch wood, construct a <laughs> double, um, is a little clip from that. We get the extra day's rest before we then go to Cardiff, which I think, we've just seen, I think Fulham was, there was a little bit of European hangover. Mm-hmm. The, depending on what happens around Porto, there definitely could be something there as well. Yeah. If Liverpool, Ross, are going to do anything, and you know, if we're banking on the, the city dropped pointsness of the league, you're looking, this is the spell. So you're talking Palace, Tottenham, United, Burnley. The, you're, you're, you're pinning your hopes that it's one of those games that's, that's where they slip up. They have to slip up for us to win the league. This is the scenario where big European game, they're either through and you might get a little bit of Lord's Mayor's show after it. They might, be, they might have beat Spurs and Spurs are very much up for revenge knowing now that their European fate hangs on a top four finish rather than actually win the win the damn thing. Liverpool go to a Cardiff team who will be battling relegation, but Liverpool should be. If you don't beat Cardiff, then don't deserve it. Then unlucky yeah. lads, you know you fucked it yourselves. So this this game week four, it, this is where Liverpool I think could turn the screw. If anything's going to happen, I'm, I've I've kind of circled this bit of their run of they go so Palace and then they got they got Spurs, Palace, Spurs, Spurs, United. That, I mean, as runs go, that's a fucking cunt. And what's interesting, sorry, Ross, is that obviously we've got the following game week, as we mentioned, you're then going into potential Champions League semi-final territory as well, which is just, it, the, it's brutal. It was a belter of a show. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm really, really, you hosted it expertly. Thanks, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, there was a lot of pressure on, because I was literally sat opposite you watching. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was like interviewing Parkinson. I had, that's what it was like for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I felt like I was, uh, I was under pressure. No, I, it, it was interesting just to go through, not, not just who, who's, obviously who each other are playing, but when. I think that's such a key thing. That you, you know, yeah. who, who you're playing when you come, out, come back from a, a Champions League game or... You know, you go away to Porto or you go away to Tottenham. Who's next? Because that's when it can be difficult. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. it was interesting. And like you say, um, we we planned the path to the double. Mm. I mean, we, we we had Man City winning their own double as well. Yeah, I think. absolutely. Just just not the not the good one. Yeah. I think if if, if, it, if the world's fair, we can both win two. Yeah, can, I think that's perfect. In fact, you know what they won? The, I think they won the Charity Shield, so they can even have more trophies than us this season. Yeah. We'll just have the league and the Champions League the, ones. The league cup and FA Cup double is a perfectly good double. Champions League as well. Call it a treble if you want, lads. We'll just take the two big ones, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. If the world's fair. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, watch that show. It's on theredmentv.com. It's free for the first month. You can go and try it out, see how you get on with it. Really, really good. It's over an hour. Really in-depth. The feedback's been brilliant. The amount of people have messaged us and said, like, it really got me through it because you can get the audio versions. If you want to go to the gym and you're, you know, you're on a long commute and you're really struggling with this stuff, we'll get you through it. If you've got time to sit down, put your feet up, get it on the telly, you can do that as well, of course. And you can get all the stuff uh, in your podcast app so you can take it on you on the go as well. Um 
Man City, as mentioned, Fulham, early kick-off Saturday. It would be absolutely foolish of us, Bailey, to think this is going to be anything other than City trouncing Fulham all well, over the place. We literally said the ideal draw would be, or the ideal game after a break would be Fulham at home. And who have City got? Fulham at home. That's kind of the way I said it, to be fair. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. it was, yeah. yeah, it wasn't well, that you really chose. It wasn't <laughs> you picked the second worst team in the league. Which would just, but yeah, it's that. Like I say, I, I stopped worrying about City. I turned my I turned my notifications off of, on the Premier League app for City about two months ago now because it's yeah. just I've, it's, it's all gone out the window for for me. I think it's again do what we do best and just let, let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. And it, it, if if an upset happens, then brilliant. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look for it. Spoiler from our show. I think we all agreed City are gonna win the next two games. We would think it's, I think mm-hmm. it's from Cardiff. It's after that day where I'm gonna probably start tuning in and wishing when the, you know the they got. Runs they got Palace and they got United and they got Tottenham. I said we got we got we got asked Tottenham. we got asked by BT to be involved in something about because they had they had both the games of the week and we had the Burnley game mm. and like we watched Liverpool fans watching the the City game and I was like no Liverpool fans are going to do that. No. I said but maybe look as it progresses maybe you know when it starts to heat up as you say and the the, the, the advice is more wide ranging and more in depth than this on the on the running show but there's a spell in the in, in, right in bang in the middle of the remaining fixtures where Man City are either going to hit the wall and crumble or they're going to fucking smash through the wall and, fucking, and, and it'll all be done and it'll be academic. Yeah. And if they do that, then taking apart all the, you know, but, but putting aside all of the, the financial things, which I think is an issue that obviously needs to be looked into, mm-hmm. blah, 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 you'd have to kind of doff your cap and go, even with a super squad, mm. it's still bloody impressive that they've yeah. done that. So the focus remains on us. Liverpool just need to keep winning games and keep stressing Man City out and know that our, we've just played less football. We should have more in the tank. Mm. It's going to come down to, for me, uh, we, they've got more bodies and they've got more more quality and rotation, I think. Mm. But I think we've got not too far off, but we've got I think we've got more in the tank in terms of how we've rotated and also in terms of not having played as much football. And, as the, they have. and what they've got coming up. Uh, exactly. And, and, that, and just... They have that extra game. Yeah. It's the points on the board thing that we've got that they they don't have. Yes, that it's in their hands, but they've still got to go and, and win that. And it's that's it. And I, that's why it's look. It's impossible. It's impossible to pick. But it's you know either way, it's going to end up being probably the the, the most unbelievable Premier League season ever because you're going to yeah. get a, a record points tally for a top for the top two teams mm-hmm. in the history. Of the, I'll be honest. There will be a time soon where I tune in. So, Madly supporting the other team of City are playing, yeah. and God forbid that could it, it, could, could, be, you know, it could even be Man United, which, <laughs> which I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yeah, I, I, yeah, what yeah. I'm going to do, but it's beat myself up afterwards. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There's going to be a point where I am. I, I'm not going to bother watching City be Fulham, hoping and really backing Fulham. And listen, if Fulham can go and do something, fantastic, good on you. But I, it's not. It's not the game where I'm tuning, sitting down tuning in for because. It, it's a, it's no. almost a waste Whereas of energy. I think City fans will be tuning in this weekend. Yeah, yeah, ab- ab- and rightly so. Well, and, and right, it's a big game. Yeah. But I think the, the, the Newcastle game, their Newcastle game with the drop points was the perfect example of this. And I preached it then. Switch off to it to the best of your ability. I know it's hard because people consume football differently to me. And when you're younger, mm. you've got nothing but time. When I was, the, when I was 15, 16, 17, the, the footy wasn't around as much so you couldn't pay, you couldn't pay attention to it as much as you can now. You can watch it, but you can watch every game. Mm. Fuck off. 
You can watch. Every, you, you can literally watch every game that's, that's on at the moment. If you can do it on the wireless. Yeah, on the old wireless. And it's in From inside, from inside me Anderson shelter. Um, the, <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Nicky, some of these scores Yeah, Kenneth Wollstonehome was the commentary. I should have been. Yeah. Um, but the point is, is that there's people now and I, who are so obsessed with football they consume every game of football they possibly can. And I know it's weird to do. That might be weird for me to say this to people, but do do yourself a favour. All that lies down that path is mental illness. It's an, an Aguero hat trick. Exactly, yeah, exactly. No happiness exists down that path. Maybe the off chance. So the thing is, do it. Ditch your notifications. Trust me. When it, when Fulham are fucking two 0 up. With with twenty minutes to go, you'll know because you'll get texts, yeah. text messages, and phone calls when people actually use their Death voice one. across the device in your hand to talk to you directly. Um, you know, all the, all the ring your landline uh, if, and all that stuff. If Ryan Babel scores, do you think there will ever have been a, a more disparity than his? Celebration against what he did against us to how we will celebrate because <laughs> he really didn't want to score that goal. He, he looked for every way out of scoring it yeah. and then ultimately had to score it. Where if he scores against City, he, it could it's be the, the absolute chalk and cheese. Is there something to be just thinking of Bailey and that and how his season's panned out so far of like B. Four B three L, you know something, something like that. Ninety sixth minute, Ryan Babble. Will you dye your hair red like Ryan Babble oh, if he scores the winning goal? I can do dyeing hair. So I'm not getting a tattoo of Babble. <laughs> he is only the prototype Arigi makes. To be fair, he's just he's the original. Okay, so black. So Bailey dyes his hair red if Babble scores the winner. Red if he scores the winner. I'd add off of that, but it, I would. It wouldn't last long. Yeah. You'd look more like Babble. Yeah, it is very short as hair, isn't it? Like he's got head red. <laughs> Can yeah, just write Babble on the top Can of it? Can we just spray some silly string on your head red or something okay. like that? Yeah, okay, uh, yeah cool. that's fine. I'm right. Gauntlet set. Brilliant. Um, score predictions then for us? Uh, I, I, I've noticed that every time I'm on the show, I always go 3 0. So I'm going to say 3 0. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think it's going to be navy. I'm going to go 2 1. I'll say, yeah, I think it's I think it 2 1. Six so players are good. I think. They've got a good team. I know they're in bad form, but they're a good team. Oh, you know um, what? Bollocks to it. 7 0. 4 1 to Liverpool. <laughs> That's fine. Why not? Put them in That's the place. That's what you need. Salah Just do it, Liverpool. And let's all roar, let's roar onto the finish line from there. Score predictions then in the comments section underneath. That would be very, very much appreciated. Um, yeah, watch the rest of the content over on the Rebbe. On the TV.com. <laughs> Subscribe, as I say, it's 33 months, it's £5 a month thereafter. So it supports everything we do. You know, the, the, the YouTube stuff is free because of the wonderful people who subscribe to the website. It, it, it funds the whole endeavour. So yeah, please do get involved if you like what we do and you want more of it. There's tons of extra content, podcast and video form. I hope you just fancy supporting the show. By all means, do just that. Um, and we did a major announcement on the podcast as well. Me and Chris have got our own channel where we chat shit. Um, we'll link to that underneath and we'll annotate to it at the end of this video as well. Other than that, guys, thank you. You're welcome. Wait, the, sorry. I know, I know we chat shit on this channel. Yeah, I was well. saying, how is that different than this? Where's the unique selling point? We can, it's well, exclusively separate. Yeah, it You get exclusive it's shit. Not, not as much Liverpool shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's the stuff that we get bollocked for talking about on here that we can talk <coughs> about. Brexit. Hashtag, hashtag bollocks to Brexit. Um, brilliant. Thank you very much, everyone. See you all very, very soon at the weekend, no less. Ta-da. <laughs>